Hey, hey, ho, ho, welcome to Bonus Barrel. Christmas is coming, and you know what's best about Christmas? Stuff. Yeah. Totally love material things. <laughs> so great. I want to do the whole episode like that, but that's a lot of effort. Yeah. No we coming. did, well, like, back in the day, Shelby, we did our, our X-Bros episode, where we had to talk <laughs> like X-Bros the whole time, and that was oh, hard. I, I wasn't, hard I wasn't in that. that episode. I think Cobb actually filled up with me. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I wasn't actually there, but yeah, it seemed like yeah, yeah, we had to try to keep in character the whole episode. That was a very mean show. We were being mean spirited towards X Bros. That was uh, a very mean show. That was the rudest bonus barrel yet. Yeah, it was fun though. Do uh, you think X Bros? X Bros would listen to bonus barrel. Now that we have Shelby, they might. Oh yeah, Shelby is X Bros. But, but she is a girl, so maybe oh right, not. that kind of right because X Bros don't like girls, exactly, obviously. Yeah. yeah, not playing their games, not playing their Halos. Hey, Shelby, have you ever heard, is this a girl while playing at games before? Yeah. yeah. How does that make you feel as a, as a woman? Uh, you know, that, that stuff, <laughs> I don't, I don't really mind as much. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I, I've heard lots of, lots of things. There was once where, uh, I was playing with, uh, my cousin mm-hmm. and we were, I think we were playing Left 4 Dead and, uh, he was in a party with, uh people that he knew from school and i wasn't talking the whole time and then yeah. i just kind of popped on to uh ask him a question and then they all just went oh like then they got like f- not freaked out but they were starting to make like a big deal of it and i was just kind of <laughs> sitting there like it's i just asked them a question i want to know the answer to the question uh and then they asked me to give them blowjobs and then I was oh like, wow this is this is stupid and classy then I, and i left the yeah so that's that's how that works you didn't right Oh, that's good God. that's good i didn't think you did but i have to make sure don't don't fold <laughs> you know i can't believe we've never actually talked about your ex- this is like the first time we ever brought this up do you have any other experiences of this i mean this is a unique perspective that obviously lef and i don't don't share uh, um it, it ranges uh that's this is why i don't usually talk online i think a lot of women um, take that stance which is kind of sad it's, it's so unfortunate yeah yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the times we'll be playing and like, uh, you can party up like in Halo, let's mm. say party up just means like if you played with a group of people, like in a match online, uh, and you want to keep doing that and then you can just like, con- like continue bringing those people through to the rest of the, of the matches and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so a lot of the, like what had happened before, uh, and it's happened a few times that you'll party up with these people, blah, blah. And then they'll be like, Hey, yeah, let's go on, uh, on voice chat because we can communicate better that way and stuff. Uh, and then from there, everyone just kind of assumes that when everyone pops on, you're going to be a dude. Right, of course. Uh, so I've had people just, as soon as I start talking, just straight up leave the party. <laughs> really? Damn. Oh, yeah. Damn. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's really rude and, and mean and, and stuff and, and it's just a little disheartening but like I said like that's why I don't go on anymore just because like if I avoid it then I don't have to think about it and do all th- this do you think it's getting better do you think because I mean more and more uh, I mean it should be no shock to anyone that like a large amount of women play video games it's like I, I don't know I don't know the numbers and I, I guess I won't yeah. average any guesses but I'm assuming quite a quite quite close in, in uh, the amount yeah. so like you think people are kind of getting over that shit i mean when i used to play world of warcraft way way back in the day there was a lot of of uh women players and i think people more or less kind of 
I don't know, got used to that, like didn't really think as much about it. I mean, you'd have the guy who tried to start acting cool or suave mm-hmm. or, or white knighty, but in general, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. got used to it. But I guess the type of people who are playing games like Halo and shit probably aren't accustomed to women uh, t- talking. Because like you said, clearly they play. Yeah. But, just, yeah. That's the thing is just like they'll, they'll hear it and, and it's for some reason strange to them. And like you said, like I think half the population of gamers are all fucking women. So I it's assume, like, yeah. Um, but I think the problem is more with like the bigger online communities for stuff like League of Legends mm. and like uh, Overwatch is really bad too. There's a lot um, of sorry. I haven't listened to much of Media Mavens because they don't listen to just podcasts in general. But I listen to like a you don't support women of just so, yeah. being what <laughs> I said. You don't support women. I understand. No, <laughs> well, I don't listen to anybody's podcasts. <laughs> don't support anybody but uh just like uh listening to them talk about you know just the shit that they get Mm. and stuff yes Um, but yeah i i think i don't want to say it's becoming less of a problem on console because i don't do it anymore and i I don't know anybody else who who goes online and talks to people like on on console or anything so it's really hard to say um but yeah, once they, it's the thing is like once they find that hook, like they find out you're, uh, you're a woman, they're just mm. like, oh shit, I gotta be like fucking dumb about this. Yeah, in some way. They had to be dumb, dumb like to be a show off because it's yeah. a girl or dumb like how dare you be a part of my group mm-hmm. or dumb like you don't know how to play. Like all the, all the stupid stereotypes that. Yeah. A lot yeah. Of I used to get like make me a sandwich a lot when oh, I would course. go on like that would, that would happen. Uh, stuff like why aren't you in the kitchen i'm like okay guys like did you pwn them at least uh, i don't this was like when this was like this is core because like uh when i was in high school Mm. i was on top of all the fucking games like i was so like anytime i got paid for my job it was just like okay what am i gonna fucking buy next for for games and stuff like it was i was in like i was insane mm. i don't do that anymore because mm. it's a lot of money and mm. i'm you know not living at my parents house anymore so it's not like i have a bunch of fucking money to spend independent woman buy shelby uh, a switch everyone she needs a switch <laughs> that's what she's trying to get at <laughs> uh, you know okay, i can but, picture this like scene in a movie where like you i don't know this is a movie about um a, a, a woman who's trying to be like the best halo player and you know all these guys are like being douches about it and there's a scene where you like open the door and you have a briefcase and you come in all the guys are like what's the what's the woman doing here no they, they, would say that. they would say like what's the female doing here she shouldn't be playing our games and then you open your briefcase and you have like a golden x-bone controller and you plug it in and they're like get out of here female and then you, you don't say anything because you're super cool and you take off your sunglasses that you're wearing and then yeah. you proceed to, to beat them all, right? And But you're so cool, you don't say anything. You just close your briefcase after you put your controller back, and then you walk out, and the music sting plays afterwards. I think that's, that's how a movie would do it, I think. That would be fun. I like, I like the idea better that she was disguised as a man. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then at the end, when she beats them all, she like takes her, yeah. her man clothes off to reveal yeah. that she's a woman. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, no! And then you're like, and then she looks to the camera, and you just learned a valuable lesson about expectations. <laughs> and then she walks off. That's... Those are scenes in a movie, for sure. Like a really, really, really great movie. Not predictable um, or anything. I was uh, reading about how uh, there was some competition for Overwatch or something in mm. in South Korea, and how oh, this yeah. girl the had used. Lady. I think it was Zarya, mm-hmm. and she fucked everyone up. And she uh, she like in, you know from the because they had clips and stuff of her playing. Like I don't understand exactly how Overwatch works, but mm. she was doing really well. Like just in terms of like the the game commentary and stuff. People are like, oh my god, like what the hell's happening? Kind of like she's really good. Blah blah. Mm. blah. 
So she wins this competition, and then just you see like tweets and translations of tweets, and it's everyone's like it doesn't count because she's a woman, and it's like, but why? <laughs> why? Like, what did, exactly. Didn't, that's it's no, like why? Like why does that invalidate that her was, winning? Didn't they think she was cheating? They accused her of cheating. Oh, they, they must did. Have, yeah. But that's the thing is like if she were a dude who won, yeah. they would yeah. not have shit. accused yeah. her of cheating. Yeah. It's because she's a woman, and Absolutely. it's like holy fuck, guys, she, like salty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. the, the no, Korean esports is they're really competitive. Yeah. Um, and the little a little too competitive. Yeah. Um, and I'm not surprised to hear like what happened with that. But yeah, I read that that article too, where yeah. basically she was accused of cheating because she won, and mm-hmm. then she proved to them like in a conclusive test that no i'm not cheating this is just mm-hmm. something i can do in the game yeah, um, yes. but yeah it, it took it, then eventually i think they're all like okay but they were very sour about it and it's like come on people you got beat fair and square just yeah. man up it's a yeah. fucking video game you don't, you don't need uh there's no dimorphism and shit doesn't come into play you're on equal standing it's not surprising that that mm-hmm. uh female player well, sorry women players jesus uh <laughs> play better than uh than men so fuck off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, fuck I, it's off. so dumb. Like, what? I grow up. You should be happy that more people want to play games. Yeah. Get, your, exactly. get grandmas playing games, uh, infants, yeah. newborns, newborns uh, girls, men. Uh, everybody should play game. Pets, if they can figure it out. Everybody <laughs> should be playing games. The more people play games, the better for our industry. It's, it's, it's a lesson to be learned. You hear that, P1? Stop hating on people so much. Oh my god. god that guy. Um I feel I feel like WoW has always had a pretty decent inclusion with, with females. I mean like I'm sure that there's outliers, but when I way back in the day when I used to play with my guild and stuff, there was, you know, a, not a ton of girls in our guild, but there was a few and they were I don't know, everyone really liked them. Um, it was especially because it was just kind of cool to have a few girls there, you know, just so that we weren't all just all guys just hanging out. So it was, it was it was really cool. You yeah, right? It's just it's Why nice not that? to be in an echo chamber where it's just like yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, I, it's it's annoying being just all the same and like everybody's just the same fucking little douchebag. Like why not? It's nice <laughs> to have some variety in the group. I, yeah, we had exactly. I played with a lot of uh, girls on World of Warcraft as well, and it wasn't. It's kind of normal. I think Blizzard games in general, though, because I'm pretty sure a lot of women play Overwatch too. So I'm that, not, I, I agree with you. I yeah. was thinking the same thing. When and uh, Dragon Age, that. I know, is quite popular uh, with the ladies, as they say. Yeah, but that's the thing too, in that like I think I think a lot of girls are probably effect. discouraged from playing multiplayer like online, you know, player versus player type scenarios. Um, because they're going to get berated in, in a lot of cases, you know. But if they just stick to playing single-player games, they're like, no, no one's going to say mean things to me. And that's unfortunate, because they should be able to play whatever game they feel like playing. To be fair, I also don't like talking online for the exact same reasons. Not because I, I'm going to get sexually I, harassed, but because it's <laughs> fucking annoying. Yeah, I agree. I, I rarely ever participate yeah, in Facebook. I, I almost never I'm, say I'm anything. playing with friends. Like... Yeah, same here. I don't know. I don't want to deal with people. I don't like people. I don't like them. I don't like you, Todd, <laughs> listening out there. Todd, Todd, Todd sure, there's Howard? a Todd douchebag. <laughs> yeah, this is Todd listening to Todd Howard. Yeah, maybe Todd. Yeah. Isn't that the Bethesda guy? Who? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I wish that um, uh, what's his name, Joseph Forsay, listened to us. He's a passionate man. Yeah. Man, he, he, fuck the he Oscars. He could get the man. message out. <laughs> fuck bonus barrel, man. I listened to <laughs> the Cobb's Corner. <laughs> um, yeah, so I watched Star Wars this week. You guys haven't seen it yet. I'm obviously not going to no. give spoilers, but I enjoyed it. Oh, did you? I did. 
Uh, it seems like a lot of mixed messages from people, mixed opinions though, from the, the little bit of talk. It's doing well on like reviews and stuff. I think people like it, but I think people it's it, so not to get spoilers, of course. But so the first movie felt like not first movie, but the Force Awakens felt a lot like uh, a New Hope. Like they were trying yeah, their best big, to stay cater everybody. To me, this this movie feels not like they're doing Empire Strikes Back. They're just doing good. a new movie about good, Star Wars. Good. I'm uh, glad but, to hear that. And one other thing that might be weird for people is that it's it's actually quite funny. Which Star Wars doesn't have a lot of humor in it, but this one did, um, which I, I personally enjoyed. But it is it is a little strange. But you know, I never. Oh, man. That makes me worried. I, I wouldn't worry too much about it, but maybe yeah. you should be worried. Maybe I don't know. I maybe you should be, be scared. But see it anyways, at least, and judge for oh, yourself. I definitely will. Yeah. I just it makes me worry that like I don't like the Marvel movies, and they're very like humory action. Like them? so, I'm I'm worried that Star Wars is going to kind of be going along that's Disney, a similar so, yeah. path, and, right? Exactly. Oh, that's so. just, oh, that's another thing. Uh, Disney bought Dis- like Fox, most of Fox. Yeah, that's crazy. That's great. Bring the X Men yeah. and Fantastic Four into the Marvel universe where they belong. Yeah, man. I don't know what and, else they got. I don't care. And Deadpool. Oh, I like that Deadpool. I hope they don't fuck with Deadpool too much because he's actually already good. Yeah. Well, the thing with Deadpool is that, like, I'm just like, well, they're not going to release Deadpool movies under the Disney name, um, but they have like their Miramax studio for adult movies. Right. So maybe they'll just do it under that or something. Yeah. So I, I don't think Deadpool will change at all. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. It's bad for the industry because then they're going to get a monopoly. But I, yeah, I want to, yeah. I want to see the Marvel characters together. So from a selfish standpoint, hooray! <laughs> um, they, have, they have the rights to the aliens movies now. Do they really? So, yeah. Oh. They'll do a CGI cutesy version of aliens, where <laughs> where the main character Ridley, who's a little girl, uh, she finds this little pod, and when she throws the pod, out comes uh, one of the alien creatures. So it's like a Pokemon thing. And it's a it's like a Pixar, uh, well it'd be Disney, a Disney film about like love and friendship, and then what happens is later on she finds like the, the queen, and they find out that actually the rest of these guys are, are bad, but her alien and the little alien ball is actually a good alien, and so she has to fight them uh, at the end like in a battle, and uh, and then she she helps by wearing the little excavator suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Well, I'm seeing I- it in my head. It looks great. Yep. <laughs> well, like what I what I think is funny is I, I saw this I saw this someone post on the internet where it's just like so if Disney owns Fox and Fox owns Aliens, the next Alien that the Alien Queen births is a Disney princess. That's true. So that would be amazing. Could you imagine line up all the princesses <laughs> and then one of the aliens? <laughs> oh, I'd love it. I, I mean, that people must be memeing that already. Yeah, it, yep. they, that's where I saw it, and okay, I think great. it's amazing. I, and, I love uh, that. Yeah. So yeah, Xenomorphs are the new, uh, the new beautiful Disney princess. <laughs> hey man, now now they're 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 uh, subverting expectations. We got a new princess who's a little bit on the ugly side. But who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? Exactly. I think aliens are beautiful. You would love you would love them because you like so goat, goat-headed women and stuff. <laughs> you, have you ever like been turned on by one of the aliens? Just be, be truthful. Uh, I abstain from answering that question. That's better than a no. We, we have an inconclusive <laughs> answer from Lef. Maybe he's been turned on by Xenomorphs. All the artists out there, if you want to draw some fan art of Lef and a Xenomorph together, uh, please do. That's what a big podcast would do with, with a huge fan base. <laughs> Someone would definitely do that. Uh, I got some games for the Switch I just wanted to mention. I have... Uh, well, first of all, have you, Lef, I know Shelby, you obviously aren't because you weren't even born. Are you familiar with Romancing Saga? Or the Saga series, Rome. like Saga Frontier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you played any of them? I played Saga Frontier, but I think that was about it. 
So Saga Frontier w- was released over here for PS1. We got Saga Frontier 2. Uh, Shelby, have you seen those games? I have not. You should look up Saga Frontier 2. Uh, it's okay. like a watercolor game. It's beautiful. And uh, you don't have to play it, but you should just check out the art. Saga okay. Frontier 1 was different. Uh, more more PS1 style graphics. All I remember from Saga Frontier 1 is a guy flying out of a car at the beginning of the game. I think you could pick multiple characters to start with. Does that sound right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. One of them was like a superhero it's been guy. Years. I haven't played in years either. I, I, I want to. I might boot it up over the holidays. We'll see. Uh, anyways, Romancing Saga came out. Uh, they weren't even... There was a few in that series, and I think there was a couple for Game Boy 2. I, I might be mistaken. I didn't do a research or anything. But we never got uh, Romancing Saga 2 until recently. So it came out in like 1993. Uh, it, it was exclusively for a Famicom in Japan. Uh, it was the fifth title in the Saga series. And yeah, so we never got a translation until eventually it came out on... I think there was like an Android remake in Japan. Anyways, so for PS4, Switch, and probably PC... They released the remastered Romancing Saga 2 for those platforms with uh, all the additional content. It's kind of like a remastered version. So I picked that up anyways. It's, it's definitely classic Square, Super Nintendo feeling game. And you'd probably like it left, so I'm, le- I'm letting you know about the it The style now. looks yeah. cool. It ages very well. Yeah, yeah. Saga Frontier looks looks so pretty. It looks so like, um, like a PSP game. Yeah, in some ways it does. Uh, the other game I got, Shelby and I played last night, Phantom Breaker oh, yeah. Battlegrounds Overdrive, which is a beat-em-up developed and published by 5PB and originally released on February 27, 2013, and it's a spin-off mm-hmm. of the fighting game, Phantom Breaker. Uh, it, it looks a lot like the Scott Pilgrim game, uh, and I, from what I understand, plays similar to it. Um, so you pick like one of six or eight characters. There's four-player simultaneous co-op if you want to play. Shelby and I played last night for a bit, and you pick these these... They're, they're all women characters, actually. Uh, anyways, you just pick one of these characters and you start beating up otakus and cat people and thugs, and you're going through parts of Japan. It looks really, really, it looks really cute. Nice yeah, it anime. does look really cute. Yeah. Uh, it's a beat 'em up, so it gets a little stale. But we never got past level one, so who knows if it changes up? No, that first boss had way too much health, and she kept fucking us up. Yeah, it's we crazy. couldn't beat it. We tried a couple times, and we kept failing. Yeah. So we we'll just up. have to level up more. Yeah, uh, yeah. So your characters level up, her. and you pick up coins. And I wonder if the coin is just experience, or if there's also you buy shit. I don't, I don't know. But your characters definitely level up. And our first place run through for the level, we we got we gained nine levels, and then we gained another level during our second attempt. So, yeah. So maybe we'll try it again every once in a while when we have time before like trashy weeb shows or something. We'll <laughs> play through more. We'll we'll update you. So don't be be excited, everyone. But yeah, it was it was a cheap game, so I recommend checking it out if you if you have friends and you want to. Uh, play a game together in real life oh and i also play cuphead um for a bit that game is fucking hard and i i don't know i'm not that great at games as, as many who listen know i lost in the first or second round in a mortal Kombat contest when i was uh nine and i still haven't forgot that because i keep bringing it up and cuphead beautiful game damn they got style and and presentation down perfectly it's 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 a little disgusting but uh i love it and I also hate it, and so yeah, people should check out Cuphead if they aren't already. But yeah, I'm bad at it. Bam. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys got other stuff? I have, I I have a couple more things. I got a thing. Yes, hear it. I got a thing. So, and this was something that I'd seen that uh, Musty Hobbit retweeted. Awesome. Uh, and that was an article saying, uh, "Don't stay for the credits, uh, for the the new Star Wars movie because there's nothing." Uh, at the end like there's no after credit scene right um so one 
and, uh, and, and, you know, in the tweet, this person said this, don't like, you know, if you don't want to watch the credits, that's up to you. But like, mm-hmm. if you're now making articles saying, don't watch the fucking credits, Uh-oh. uh, so and mad. people are not going to watch credits because there's no fucking, uh, after credit scene, then, then, then Here fuck comes. you. Oh, there we go. There um, we go. <laughs> and like, I, I get it that they're, they're, they're long and boring, but they're yeah, they people that, you know, work on this fucking movie, mm. uh, you know, over time, time crunches, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, to bring you this, this wonderful looking, uh, piece of art that yes, although they're not people who are star actors, like the people in, in the, in the movie, um, this movie still would not have happened without them. Uh, so don't be a dick. Like if it's a personal choice that you don't want to watch the credits, whatever. But if you're going to not go based on somebody mm. saying like, Oh, don't do it. Cause it's not worth it. Cause there's nothing at the end. Then yeah, you're, you're an asshole. So can I be a dick for a second? Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I, I, first of all, I want to say I admire the fact that you sit and watch all the credits. I think that's super cool of you. Uh, I really do. I don't see how it benefits anyone because the people who like, you don't know any of those people. You're not going to remember any of their names. They don't know you're watching it. They, they're, they're like, I mean, you can go on IMDb, of course, and see the credits to all the film, which is nice. But like, I don't know. It's like it's kind of like okay, this is gonna get really really sad. Uh, it's kind of like funerals. You know, if I'm dead, I don't give a shit who goes to my funeral because I'm dead, and I and I no longer, I'll never know, and uh, so it doesn't matter to me. So if if you decide if I die and you decide to go get pizza instead, just mention me and that's cool. But you don't have to. You don't have to go to my funeral if you don't want to. Okay. Well, but I, I don't know. I, I, that's the thing, though. It's like you're. You, that's your. It's personal yeah personal. Choice. I'm not you're telling not you not it to because go. Somebody else told you not to do it. Of it's, course. It's it's that's. You know, we had a, an instructor in college who, mm. like, because I never used to do this either, and he said that he um, uh, always watches the credits after uh, after a movie, mm-hmm. um, and I can't remember, ex- like, he said it's for the same reason that he just, you know, wants to, you know, even if he doesn't remember everybody's names, he's right. still going to have, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll read them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's enough, I guess, for him to just like, you know, acknowledge these people worked on this movie, uh, and whatever. And then, that's fine but like all of our class after that did it the classes before us mm-hmm. did it like it was weird how much of like an influence i guess that he had on on us watching credits right uh, and i don't know if anybody knows credits actually used to be at the beginning of uh of movies like right at the start they'd have everything oh really uh and then over the years that just kind of got pared down um to just like uh directors and producers and actors and just i guess uh air quotes the important bits um yeah and and then now they just you know it's rare to see anything at the beginning other than a a title a title card or sometimes title cards at the end but Mm. um yeah so the reason why they did this because people got tired of sitting through them at the beginning people would actually get up and leave theaters if the credits were taking too long because some of them like for something like a marvel movie oh uh, boy jesus lots of people working on that uh but you know but that's the thing is i guess that's it's good that there are after credit scenes because it forces people to to sit through the credits but so in a way it's like you you you're it's for you it, the watching the credits is more for you than anyone else because these people like i said they're not going to know you're watching the credits they're like oh there's uh, four people in the theater somewhere over in, in canada watching my credits that's great but in a I, way it's because mm-hmm. it makes you guys feel like you're respecting the craft more is that sound crazy well it's it's i agree with it and also i I guess I don't because mm-hmm. if I worked on a Star Wars movie mm-hmm. and I read that article saying like oh, I'd be pissed don't, if I read don't the bother yeah. watching it I, I think I would, would feel a little bit. bad like guys come on like I know we're not 
actors, but and this is something that I know not a lot of people are going to agree with, and that's fine. I think a I lot don't of people will agree. With, I think, no, I think a lot of people will agree with you. I, I think I'm the one coming yeah. off like a dick in this. It's just uh and don't get me wrong, I I am 100% with you that telling people not to watch the credits is a, is a huge dick move. Like fuck off, what does yeah. it matter? People want to sit through it. They can if they don't, they don't have to. Uh mm-hmm. and I, I do think that in a way, I like after credit scene uh, it, it is good because it mm-hmm. will make people stay. I, I will stay, and, and while, if I'm waiting for an after credits through a Marvel movie, I will, I'll look at the credit. I'm not going to just fucking ignore the screen. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'll pick up funny names, and and mm-hmm. and like like uh, that's where I learned about Best Boy and and uh, yeah. <laughs> Hard yeah. Grip or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> it's like so you know. I, so credits can be fun. I, I don't particularly like them. And now that mm-hmm. now that we're on the topic, this is great, good as well for credits. Do you mm-hmm. watch game credits all the way through? I uh, do. If if you have the option to skip it. And left, you have not chimed in at all yet. Um, <laughs> do you do it? So left, do you like credits? Do you watch credits? Do you watch game credits? If you can skip them, will you? What's your opinion on all of this? Uh, I typically so when it comes to a movie, I typically don't watch credits, um, mostly because like I don't and, and I don't understand movies very well. Um, so like you kind of talk about, you'll see like, oh, this person was the best boy, and this person was key grip. <laughs> I, I best don't boy. know what what those things are. <laughs> Um, so I, it's not that I have less respect for them, but I don't have an understanding. So there's like very, there's less recognition. Cause I'm like, I don't know what that, what that title does in, in the movie industry. Um, so it, it leads to a lot of curiosity, but not, not enough that I actually look things up. Um, I appreciate that they're there. And mm, even with the post there. credit, even with the post, um, uh, scene after the credits, um, I typically don't stick around to even watch those um, because I, I'm, I'm not really into movies very much. That was the thing, um, so it's a little one of those things. Um, video game credits, I typically do watch. Um, I do understand more of the actual titles and roles that people have in, in video right. games. Um, so there's there's a little bit more like, oh, okay, okay, and there's like, oh, like, you know, I really like like the art in this game, and I see you know who the art director is. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Um, so there, there's a little bit more connection that I have yeah. there. But I have to admit, I really like games. You know, not uh, not every game needs this, and in some games it would probably ruin it. But you know, like Smash Bros, where there's credits and you get to actually oh yeah, like, you have to play, play the credits. Um, you know, obviously movies can't really do that. No. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, but it's a cool thing uh, that I like it when some games do. But but not not all too. games. Like if you play a real serious, you know, you know the Telltale <laughs> Walking yeah. Dead, and, and you're doing like a mini game with the credits, it feels a little strange. Right. Um, but but you know, a lot of games can do that, right? So it's kind of fun. Shoot 'em up games sometimes to do that where you're yeah. just shooting the credits you yeah. know it was something you guys, when you guys were talking about that I was just thinking like with the Marvel movies and shit sometimes the credits are literally a block a gargantuan block of names that just go across the screen good yeah. luck finding anyone's name in there you have like yeah. three seconds to find a name if you're in there that sucks to be in that part because you're like hey mom look at my oh it's gone yeah, especially when it gets to, like, stunt performers and, like, a big action movie, and it just, like, goes on and on and on and on. And you're like, oh, wow, that's a lot of stunt people. Man, Shelby, this is a great conversation that you brought. You brought <laughs> I'm not well, it's just something that I saw that kind of irked me that, you know, like, I understand, like I said, if yeah. you don't want to watch it on your own, that's your own personal choice. Yeah. But if you're going to go tell people not to fucking watch it because there's no end scene. It just like, sounds like a baby. Like, there's no end shit. scene. So don't boycott the credits, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you could just, like, yeah. people, like, for example, uh, make, make a look up if there's an end credit scene. So we don't particularly like sitting because they're long and we don't, yeah, I just want to go home. Uh, but if there is an end credit scene, it's nice to know if there is one because we will wait. Um which, again, I think is kind of good in a way to make people wait through the credits. But pe- I don't think people are absorbing them. I, I don't think that you're not – your name's not there. You're, someone names you don't know there, you're not going to care that much. I, I don't think. Um, but 
that's the generalized thing. Of course, some people do care and, and want to see it. And yeah, I think that, of course, you have the free will to leave. You don't have to stay. But certainly dissuading someone just because there's no after credits is kind of childish. Yep. What douche. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who this person is. I don't care. I don't know. But yeah, huh, interesting. Uh, I hope people listen to the bonus barrel credits. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, we can move on to. Oh, wait, Left, did you have anything? Uh, just one thing. Yeah, let's do um, it. So I was. Shelby was there last night and I was playing uh, ukulele. Oh, yeah. And it was terrible. What? <laughs> it was the controls in that game. It looked bad. We're so poor. I There's... could feel how frustrated you were just by oh, like. Oh, my goodness and yeah. the game feels very unfinished no polish like there's so many enemies that look like they're floating like an inch above the air and stuff like that this was a switch version so ask, this, yeah. this one was rushed um so it was I, you know i haven't i haven't heard much about this game i remember seeing it like a year or two ago and i'm like oh it looks kind of cool it looks kind of cool but man the controls were just just awful um, it's probably one of the worst modern games I've played for controls. It Jeez. Was so bad. Harsh, so bad, man. yeah. You're so I'm rich. hoping I'm hoping other versions aren't as bad as the Switch one, but that Switch one, I would avoid it if you're interested. If Ooh, you get boy. the Switch one, just switch it for a, a PS4 version. <coughs> oh, is that what other system it came out on? I said on everything, I believe. Yeah, I think it's everything. I have it for oh, PS4, really? I thought actually. It was a, I thought it was I'm an curious. for some reason. I'm curious how well it would perform on other um, consoles because I know the Switch version was last minute rush. Yeah. So I just wonder if the PS4 would would be better. We could find out with my we PS4 and, and the version. Check it out. Give it all, all comparisons. Uh, all right. So topic. 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 I chose this week because uh, this is the month of choosing. It's a holiday month. The present to us is a topic of our choice. And uh, I chose a classic bonus barrel segment that debuted, I don't know, some point, like a year and a half ago. But here's why you oh, should play. I think I think the first one we did was with Marshall. Yeah, I think he with. was that long ago. Yeah, because yeah, I, I recommended Drill Dozer my first one. The audio fucked up and I had <laughs> yeah. to re-record my spiel. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. I think mine was Monster Hunter for you. Yeah, that's I was right. Playing it at the time, yeah. Rough times back then. You know, these these are uh, we were all in one little room with one shitty snowball mic and occasionally Sage's phone trying to record episodes. Yeah, Shelby, Shelby wasn't even born she yet. She hasn't even existed at that point. This is old school yeah. bonus barrel no, before the not revolution. Born. Definitely not born. <laughs> what the, so she cut out Shelby. What was that? <clears throat> I said I was definitely not born. No, definitely not. Definitely not. You were yes. you're created for the show. We, we <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna reveal your origin now. You don't know this, but those are all false memories. We just really needed a woman on our show. <laughs> so we created you. Bullshit. Uh, like some sort of pod pod person. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, th- but you're so, not a robot like Seiji. Right. You're flesh and blood. He was but... built for the show because we needed yeah. like a, a smart person. So somehow stupid people made show. a smart thing. We made you uh, through organics because we realized that Seiji became too powerful, too independent, <laughs> and <laughs> so so the where the bright side, Shelby, is the stories about the people calling you uh, mean names and shit never happened. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. It never <laughs> it's happened. Good. It's real good. <laughs> Anyways, my whole life is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I uh, we were playing D and D, and we found out that one of our characters, one of our uh, player characters, is probably a clone. I'm not a clone. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a clone. <laughs> oh, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, here's why you should play. So it's basically where we present a game that we like that we probably haven't talked about too too much, uh, and try to convince each other and the world, <laughs> like the world listening to us, uh, the Cartridge Club. Uh, a game that they should play that maybe they have not played before. And if they have played, then they'll be like, oh, cool, I know that game. Yay! So, um, left, why don't you go first? Okay, cool. Why? Don't don't you usually go first because it's your topic? Do I? Isn't isn't that the standard? Like, I, I don't care. the topic went last. Okay, all right. Oh, all yeah, right. yeah. I think Shelby's right. Whatever, who cares? Just uh, go. No, I will. Fine. <laughs> God. Um, so, I'm pick, I picked a game that I literally just started playing this week. Um, oh, shit, but nice. I've been I've been told for probably, God, three years ago, someone's like, you should play this game. Mm. I think you'd really like it. And then I literally just got around to it this week. Um, so, it's called Mountain Blade. So I always thought when the first time someone said I was I thought it was Mountain Blade, oh, nice. like a mountain, yeah. but it's the word mount and yeah, blade. Mount so and if, blade if it. yeah, if you get confused by by how I'm saying it, um, so basically it's very similar to Total War, mm-hmm. um, but the battles are extremely different. So. Um, for people who have not played Total War, I know you guys have, so you can kind of imagine how, how it works. So it's it's a strategy game that has an overworld map, and you move your armies around, and then you get, engage in real-time strategy battles, and then you manage your, your talents and stuff. So that's that's how Total War works. Now, this game works a little bit differently. So right off the beginning, you it's, so it's a very medieval framework, so there's five different kingdoms uh, throughout, I don't know the name of the fictional land, uh, so how how it works is you're one guy and you're like your general. That's you, which is different from Total War because you're overseeing. You're like you know some sort of magnanimous ruler who's just overseeing everything. Well, in this one, you know, there's a clear you and you create your character. Um, so you kind of walk around the overworld map just like you would in Total War, but so far at least, you don't control multiple armies. You have your one army and you don't branch out from that. Uh, you, you just lead the one war band and you ally yourselves with, you know, you pick a nation and then you become like a vassal and then you start following their armies and, and going to war with other armies. Uh, so you just continually lead your own war band and you level up your guys and you can recruit champions as well as like basic infantry and cavalry and uh, archers into your, your war band. Um, so in, in all that, it's, it's similar to Total War, but it's a little more precise the focus is very narrowed down just to your war band rather than the whole uh, you know empire you're leading um so so there's, there's a sm- slight difference there but it has the same feel the battles though that's where this game alters differently and this is where i think someone like you rob may yeah, enjoy me. mountain blade a lot more than how the rts combat works in fun Total fact War. i have that game 
Mountain Blade? Yeah. Oh, cool. No, I bought I it. It never, was like I never played it though. I bought it for like $2 oh, on Black shit. Friday sale. So I was like I'm, I'm jumping on this. Um so the battles um in in if you've played any RTS game, you'd be somewhat familiar with how uh, a Total War game would work. You have your units, and you just it's all real time, and you move around, you flank your enemies, and you do things, and it's exactly what you'd expect a battle to be. Um, now, with um, uh, I was gonna call it Warband, um, Mountain Blade, uh, Mountain you, Blade, <laughs> you. So it's a third-person perspective. And you, so you're you on the battlefield, and you have your troops around you as as well. You can order them to do stuff, but you can only tell them to do four different things. So it's not like the strategy is there, but it's not super deep. Yay. But it's enough. It's yeah, exactly right. But it's enough that it gives you something to work with. But it's not so much where you're just micromanaging your guys because you still need to be charging around and attacking people. And uh, I've really really enjoyed um, my my experiences playing the game so far. Uh, it's really, really cool just how the game works, and it, it's it's very difficult. Uh, like I'll, I'll tell you that right now. If anyone does want to try it out there, um, you'll probably have to really give it a, a couple attempts until you you get the hang of it. But it's it's really fun, and I've really enjoyed how the combat works and leveling up my. Um, my champions has been a lot of fun and you go to villages and you basically recruit peasants and then you just train them and they get experience and then you can upgrade them into like different unit types so it's it's it there's a lot of depth to the way the game is is done but it's not done because because there's no doubt about it you know total war is a complicated game this game is not as complicated as total war um it's it's i would i definitely wouldn't say it's as good as total war but very few games are uh, <laughs> but it's a really good game if you if you kind of like some strategy and you like some action it's a good marriage between the two and i've really enjoyed playing it so far and i'm really looking forward to like becoming my own because you can eventually from what i can tell you you know can become like a not a well you could become the king i guess but you kind of work your way up as to a lord and and such like that so it's a lot of fun and i'm enjoying a lot so if there's anyone out there who's 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 heard me talk about total war a lot and you're like yeah maybe maybe not try mountain blade it's it's a little more casual than than total war would be but it has a lot of depth and there's a lot of game there to play so it's not like it's like you'll be done with this game in, in 10 12 hours or something short like that um i definitely recommend a lot of people giving it a go it's an older game too so i think a lot of people would be able to play it on their computers and it's definitely worth picking it up if it's on sale for two three dollars it's a steal for for that price so really really fun game damn your fun game mount and blade mountain blade mountain blade it's about camping to the top of a large mountain using just your trusty blade you mount you mount your horse and then you blade people. <laughs> cool. That sounds good. Um Shelby, are you gonna play Mountain Blade? Uh maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, great. Well, it, it sounds it sounds I have cool. step one, I own it. So there you go. I like that. I like that you can play as uh in third person. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's a really different dynamic and it's kinda cool to have that perspective on the battlefield where you're actually there rather than just, you know, overseeing the battle you're you're involved in it yeah so. man like any good king would have fucking done yeah. instead of sitting in his lofty <laughs> yeah. the, rich, it, rich temple the, yeah. wherever the fuck he resides and just like yeah go kill yourselves for me the good kings i suppose i don't know the good king all right shelbo what do you got 
All right. I'm excited. Um, so I got um, Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> No. Um, well, I cheated because yeah. I already played that game and beat it, so I can't play it. Oh. But I love it. Keep going. Rob. Okay. Um, so the reason why I picked this game as a game that you should play is I think it's a really good. Uh, I don't want to say example of like an entry, like level, like a I guess a, a more simpler JRPG to play because it's not because there's a ton of stuff to do in this game. But I think. It, um, Hold on, my cat's being a dick. Get out of here. Ow! <laughs> oh my god. Ow. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, where, where was I? Entry level. Yeah, okay. So, it's. I think it's, um, like I said, simple enough that somebody just jumping into JRPGs, I think it would be like a good first play for them. Because it's not as long as something like, uh, like Final Fantasy VII. Uh, but it's also long enough that, you know, there's tons of stuff to do. Uh, you won't, you know, if there's something like, let's say that you're not too into in the main story or something that you don't want to do, there's a lot of side quests. Um, I think when I was looking at it yesterday, um, the, I think the average length for beating it was, I think it was 49 hours. And if you do like a full, like completionist run, it was a bit over 200 uh, so yeah, there's a lot of shit to do. Um, another thing I guess that, uh, that made this game appealing, uh, when I was younger was that, like, I had a GameCube and it was one of the, I guess, and this was back when I was, like, starting to get into, into anime and stuff when I, when I played this game. And, um, it, first of all, is styled in, in that way. Um, JRPG, anyway. Um. It, yeah, it's one of the few JRPGs that came onto GameCube. I think it was released for PS2 a bit later on, or maybe it was released for PS2 in Japan, and then we didn't get the PS2 port over here. Um, but otherwise, it's 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 really it's really pretty. It has a bit of a dark storyline. So like playing it when I was younger, I didn't quite uh, understand a lot of the stuff. I just knew that like uh, what was happening in the game was kind of uh, fucked up, I guess. But yeah, so basically, uh, you're following, uh, these characters from a small little village. There's, uh, dude, the main dude's name is, uh, Lloyd Irving, and the main, uh, girl character's name is Colette, uh, Brunel, I think? Um, but yeah, so she, uh, you have to... Cat, stop it, please. Anyway, uh, so basically what's happening is in this world, uh, that they're in, it's kind of dying, and she, uh, was raised... Um, since she was, uh, you know, young enough to understand that she was, uh, what they call the chosen, I guess. It's just kind of a weird rough translation. Uh, I think there were, like, when I was reading about it, that it's not exactly what they wanted to call it in English, but it was the closest thing that they could get to it, I guess. Uh, because it was, uh, everybody knows, well, at least everybody who plays RPGs and stuff and are familiar with them that sometimes the localizations are not, like, super good. I think this one did a pretty good job, but... They're always perfect, anyway. Shelby. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so you uh, it's them and she has to go, uh, there are temples uh, throughout the world, she has to go from temple to temple, undo these uh, seals, uh, and that gets her closer to turning uh, into like an angel, I guess, uh, and I think at the end of this, uh, because she kind of 
well, well, I guess what they want her to do anyway is when she sacrifices herself um, because the world is dying, but because she does that after releasing all these seals, it kind of like brings the world back, I guess. Uh, so it's not dying. Uh, but yeah, so it's just you're following these characters from like start to finish and there's lots of like crazy plot twists and stuff. It's a really pretty game too, at least for like it's time and stuff and uh, stylized. And I think it's uh, one of the... No, it is the Tales game that kind of set the formula for like the rest of the Tales games that came after that. Because the ones before that, I guess they were popular enough, but they were a bit more like niche. But then Symphonia, when that came out, was kind of known as like the Final Fantasy VII for the GameCube, if that makes any sense. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, I don't know what else to say. If you like JRPGs, you're going to like this game. Uh, it's real good. It's got a pretty strong story. The characters are not boring as all fuck. They're, you know, everybody's got their own story and stuff. And it's, I like doing the story arcs for them and, and finding out more about them and, and all that junk. So it's an awesome game. Yeah. And it sucks yeah. because it is I, really I have to technically have to help you with, with, uh, not help you, but assist you, willingly assist you on, on, on pimping your game because that game is amazing. It's one of the first GameCube games I ever played. It's so yeah. much fun. The characters are likable. It's colorful. It's bright. It's happy. Uh, I mean, the game's awesome. I, I, re I really, really like happy it. Happy sometimes. I mean, it looks. Sometimes. The game looks happy. I should, yeah, it looks happy. I mean. yeah. Did you play the uh, remix? You may have, you may have mentioned it. Sorry if you did, but did you play the 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 remix for the PS3? I have not. Yeah, I have. I have the that really cool collector's edition that has a one and two for the PS3. Uh, oh, I, nice. I keep meaning to play it again because I really enjoy the game. I just have never got around to it because mm -hmm. I. I have a thousand games to play, but yeah, it's a uh, that's a game, it's a really great game, and people should definitely yeah. check it out. Easy to get to. I didn't, um, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the second game. I th I thought the story was kind of like I didn't play it, like Pokemon, uh, right? Okay, um, that's the thing is that they there were there was praise for that system in the game, which is like you fight these uh, whenever you're fighting enemies and stuff. I think you can have uh, a certain amount that you can call on, mm -hmm. but yeah, you can basically capture uh, the monsters and stuff and use them uh, in battles, kind of like Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, so that system in itself got really like you know good reviews, but then the rest of the game just kind of fell flat. It's kind of like a um, FF thirteen two, yeah. which uh, took a, the story took a hit, but they had a really fun gameplay that people liked about it. Like, mm -hmm. and that and that also had you basically capturing monsters for your third party slot and using monsters in your party. So it's kind of the kind of similar like yeah. some parts take a hit and some parts improved i don't know i might check it out someday but yeah i didn't the two um the two main characters i find were not as like i don't want to say like relatable but they were just kind of like okay yeah these are anime action heroes they're just they're flat personalities doing their own thing you kind of project yourself on them uh but the rest of because you can uh, also get the characters from the first game in your party but the thing that sucks about that is that you can't customize their gear at all like when they join you they just have that shit and then that's that you can look at what they have uh you just can't change Lame. it which sucks because you only customize uh i think emil and marta are their names mm -hmm. and that's it so uh i noticed so i've been looking at xenoblade chronicles 2 um f uh game fact boards usually because i can't find a certain thing and i noticed the people kind of trashing the tail series a bit do you have you noticed that it has a little bit of a stigma against it at all in some ways against the tail series? yeah i was really they, they surprised rivals. i haven't no what's that maybe against the newer stuff but like it took know. me by surprise I but i saw what? more than one person like a, at least a handful of people be like a tail series it's not this isn't trash like tail series and shit but i don't know 
I don't know. Okay, I just I wonder thought, if you may have I heard of it. Hysteria did really, really well, and so did Berseria. I thought they were. Doing I thought so too. Some people, well. some people did defend it. So I don't know. I just thought it was more than one, per, more than one weirdo saying it. So I was like, wait, is there, is yeah. there like a, some people don't like? Them? I don't understand. I haven't heard anything, and I'm a huge uh, Tales nerd. So I, I, which I still need to play the last two games that came out, but yeah, I, like I, I haven't heard anything anymore. I've always been been a fan of the series too. Uh, definitely. Mm. I have not played all of them. I'm actually picking up Tales of Eternia for PSP at some point soon, which I'm pretty pumped about. Uh, okay, cool. That's awesome, Shelby. So, I also, I've played, I love, Tales of Eternia is an amazing game. Oh, nice. And Lo- Lloyd's oh, you played a really it? Co- oh, yeah. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd's a really cool character. Um, I, I'm actually, he, I wish he would be in Project Cross Zone. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah. he, they don't, for some reason, they put Yuri and what's her face in it? Or, Estelle yeah. or whatever. Estelle, yeah. Um, I, I actually really like Yuri, but, and I find Yuri and, and Lloyd to be kind of similar because, like, Lloyd as a protagonist does good things, but also does really uh, questionable, like, oh my God, you're supposed to be a good person. Are you actually going to kill this dude? Kind of. <laughs> so, what, anyway. One thing that, that I'm kind of curious of what you said, Shelby, so that, like, yeah, like, I think I agree with you that, like, Symphonia seems to be, like, the most popular one, but have you played Tales of Destiny? Like I don't know if that was the Hell first yeah. one, but that was definitely Not. an older one. Um, I uh, I I haven't played it. I did watch a walkthrough th- for because I was like hell bent on finding it, and I couldn't, and I gave up at that point. So I watched a playthrough of it. Mm. Uh, so I'm familiar with it and stuff, but I I really do want to play it someday. I love it's it. It's like one of the things. Like I've played uh, Tales of Fantasia. That's the first and, one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, there are a couple there that I'm definitely missing from like just the older ones, yeah. but. Because yeah. uh, the first one I played was, was Tales of Destiny a long, long time ago. And yeah. I rented it for a weekend, and mm. I did not leave my house that whole weekend. <laughs> I played yeah. the hell out of that game. Um, he broke both so, legs like, so he didn't have to go out. <laughs> it's a very left thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of wondering that, like, how... Because I, I don't know. I played both. I definitely like mm-hmm. Destiny more. I like the, the combat a lot in Destiny. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of wondering, like, how people view destiny versus symphonia i guess because i thought destiny was so so good um Um, uh, sorry sorry Uh, i don't don't know like i because i i know symphonia is a lot more popular it's not my favorite but it is like a good if you're just coming into the tale series i think it's a good place to start uh because it's not like they uh run together or anything um yeah also uh tales of fantasia takes place in the future of symphonia oh really i did not know that yeah um yeah it's interesting uh but anyway like my my favorite tales game is tales of the abyss um i gotta play that it's not as as popular but it's i think it came out on ps2 originally in 2006 something like that yeah yeah and then uh, 3ds of course yeah that's my my favorite but i think the most solid tales game to come out so far one that's not you know overly complicated one that's looks really nice and still stands up is tales of vesperia and i'm going to continue to advocate that until i'm proven wrong i heard that zillia uh, was quite popular and like new people friendly uh, i haven't played it yet i, don't I, know. Didn't, I didn't like yeah. it as as yeah i know yeah I, I don't know i didn't like it as much as uh, as vesperia i put a lot of hours into vesperia but yeah uh abyss is my favorite and symphonia yeah is definitely one of the more popular ones i wanted to yeah. jump in I, I have played destiny and symphonia as well and i beat symphonia I, I've never finished Destiny. I think it's because uh, as a kid, I don't know, I didn't own the game, but I own it now. I think actually thanks to P2, I, I own own it, and I, I think I want to play it again at some point. But I never, I never did beat it. But I, I kind of maybe it's nostalgia, but I think I kind of prefer the feeling and stuff of the fir- of Tales of Destiny over Symphonia. Also, I really like that chibi art style. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. We should play. We should play. Some, you know, the fun thing, the fun thing about a lot of these games that I, you probably mentioned, um, but I'm dumb and didn't hear it, is that there are a lot of them are multiplayer. Uh, yeah, you don't yeah. control the map. I didn't mention it, but yes, you can play yes. with other people. So, I, I, as a matter of fact, friend of the show Jordan and listener that we've never mentioned before, Ryan, uh, they're I think they're both playing Zestiria together. Oh, are they? Is, yeah, they're, nice. they're going through the game, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Tail series is great. I love it. Yeah. So now you have three people recommending Shelby's game. It's a <laughs> shitload of fuck. All right. Uh, are we good? Yeah, I okay, think so. Here it's we all go. You. All right. I am going to talk about Gururumin, a monstrous adventure. start by reading the back of the box because I always feel like that helps uh, simply too good a gaming experience to pass up play magazine the esteemed play magazine if that doesn't sell you on this game maybe this next one will a truly standout title new type USA you like your 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 anime you probably read new type and then if they're saying play Guruman then you've got to you've got to get on it all right next part next selling point this is one specifically for p2 and if I can just get one person to play this, then I've done a good job. Um, experience brilliantly diabolical dungeons, traps, puzzles, and fantastic boss encounters in an epic 3D action RPG from the creators of the Ease series, Master RPG Maker Nihon Falcom. That's uh, uh, P2 from Cartridge Club. Loves loves the uh, Ease series. So, so right there, it should be an easy sell. Ayo! Okay, oh, next God. up. Uh, level up and master the legendary drill to crush enemies and environments. Special moves. You love drills. And I do. And right on. Yeah, it's true. Good point. Let's come back to that. Let's explore that. Special moves and combo <laughs> attacks wreak havoc. Interact with 23 unique characters. Collect over 90 items. Find and forge equipment to defeat over 45 enemy types. Cutscenes voiced by an all-star cast. And a driving soundtrack accent. A captivating tale of humans, monsters, and phantoms. Five. Who's, uh, who's in the all-star cast? I don't know. Oh, maybe the instruction book will say, though. Five uh, difficulty... Maybe we'll have credits. Five difficulty levels. Tons of secret costumes and modes to unlock. Four addictive mini-games. Mini Holy shit! This is blowing my brains out already! Damn! Let's get it. Let's get playing some Guruman, guys. So, what else about good old Guruman can we talk about? Um... It was, it's on lots of things. It came out in 3DS recently. I think it's on Steam as well. Uh, I have the PSP version, and I think it originally came out on Windows, uh, which is weird because usually these games come out on a console, then go to, uh, you know, then, then to Windows. You play as a little girl with a drill, much like in Drill Dozer. Um, so there you go, look at that. Expectations we were talking about earlier. You play as a kid, and you're a grill, and you have a drill. Look at and that. you look very similar to the girl in Drill, drill Dozer. Uh, I wouldn't agree. From what I can I tell, I agree with that. I, I think the styles are very different. I think Lass a fucking liar. Uh, <laughs> she's pretty cutesy though, and uh, fully clothed, which is always good. Um, and yeah, you can get different headgear, which will increase your, you know, give you different elemental stats, and you can upgrade your drill. And uh, yeah, so it's an action game. It kind of has like, like the old version, kind of has this PS One, like a cleaned up 
PS1, PSP style. I think if you've played those those consoles, you kind of know what that style is like. Uh, yeah, and, and you have a, a nice classic world map that you walk around, and then you go into dungeons, and inside there, you, you usually go through an area, clear out a boss, finding finding things, and, and, and killing enemies, and upgrading, and making making fat stacks of cash. Uh, and then you go to town, and you're, you're interacting with different monsters and people, and there's a shop. You like shops left? You like There's a hub area left. You like hub areas, right? I do like hub areas. It's a hub area for you, man. You can, uh, the instruction booklet, which is quite colorful and nice. Basic controls. Here we go. Explore. Jump. Talk. Examine. Damn. Attacks. Uh, you have a launch attack. You have drill destruction where you can drill the environment. You have a charge attack. A guard dash. Making chains. Targeted air attacks. Critical. Holy shit. This is, I don't even have to sell this at all. The instruction book is selling it for me. Look at it. The legendary drill. Legend has it that this drill was used by a human hero when he fought the evil dragon uh, Tokoron, but it's been stuck in the ground in the Monster Village Square ever since. Many have tried, but no one's been able to remove it. Some say it's awaiting a new owner. A little bit of King Arthur going on here. Yeah, I was going to say, sounds good. Right? Kind of uh, um, uh, it has a little bit of a... In, in, in seriousness for a second kind of has a little bit of a, of a spirited away vibe to it in some parts because you're like in this town and there's no other kids around and and you're you know you're this little girl and i, th I forget why you you're there you're like you I think your parents are gone or some some shit like that and um yeah you, you see you're like oh, i want some friends and then you see this girl and and you follow her and then you follow her through this like crevice and then you're actually in this monster world and uh so she was a monster not an actual girl and uh, so, that, so that's when she starts making friends with monsters. But you go back and forth between the real world, and none of the adults can see the monsters. So there's kind of like that going on. And uh, there's, only, there's this one creepy character who I'm pretty sure flirts with and or hits on the main character. Uh, but he's definitely not a kid. So that's a little uncomfortable. Um, yeah. And yeah, so lots of collectibles and shit. It's a fun game. A little challenging. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd play it again on 3DS probably. What do you guys think? You guys interested in Guterman? Uh, definitely did a good job selling Thank it you. there. I worked really hard on that. Good, good hustle. I, I like to bring yeah. some energy to the segments when I can. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, but all exuberance. Yeah. Exactly. And in, yeah. in all seriousness, though, the game is pretty fun. It's I, I, I don't know. If it had like a little bit of a cult following when I was young. I remember reading about it in like a PlayStation magazine and being interested, but I never. I did, only bought it like a couple of years ago. It's actually quite cheap for PSP. Like like most PSP games, it's very very cheap. Um, so yeah, if I ever see another copy mail, I'll just grab one for one of you cheap, guys. But cheap, 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 cheap. So cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, to. Yeah, that's okay. So anyways, those are our games. Uh, we have Guterman, Mountain Blade, and uh, Tales of Symphonia. Good old Mountain Blade. Get to the top of Everest as fast as you can with just your trusty blade. Oh my god. <laughs> J just with the blade. <laughs> Alright, well let's call this, this, this thing to a close here. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, to bonus barrel cartridgeclub.org is where I occasionally remember to upload our shit there I'm really behind on that and have you been uploading the um, have you been creating topics in the forum shall we uh, not the last two no yeah we're bad people so we, we maybe we'll fix it <laughs> for this one uh, you know we, we do a weekly podcast it gets it gets to be tough sometimes you have things going on you know uh, right so yeah thank you for listening uh, this is Rob and Shelby and left. okay we're not done now comes the end credits Production company, BBHQ. Title, Bonus Barrel, episode 157. Starring, BB Shelbo. Left Jeckery and Rob. Casting director, Robin Seiji. Producer, Rob. Sa uh, sinking, Shelby. 
Editing, Rob. Production Designer, Shelbo. Director of Photography, Shelby. Director, Rob. <laughs> Music Composer, Azure Flux and Eric Skiff. Recording 1, BB Shelbo. Recording 2, Left Jeckery. Recording 3, Rob. Visual Effects, Left. Colorist, Left. Special Effects, Left Jeckery. Costume Design, Left and Rob. Makeup Department Editor, <laughs> editor Left. Hair Department Head, Shelbo. Makeup, Rob. Scripting, Rob. Best Boy, Rob. Hard Grip, Rob. Soft Grip, Rob. Special thanks to Mog, VV, Doss, Big Red, and Piper. Uh, oh, and now. Shelby! Oh, God! It's, oh, what? It's, it's so crazy. There's uh, there's the fucking aliens from Space Invaders flying over the city. And they're pixelizing people. Oh, no! Oh, my God. Where's Left? I'm Radio Inc. Left. <laughs> left, come in. I want. I thought we were going to take this time to tease what's happening next episode. This <laughs> is a good this one. next episode. Left, come in. We I'm here. Oh, God. We need, I think, we need I game think experts. We need, yeah, we need to do some sort of awards. We need... Oh. <laughs> we need to stop this alien invasion through a, a reward show, and we need a mecha. We gotta summon him. He's gotta Shit. come back. Shit. Summon the Seiji. And then, and then, and then uh, uh, it fades to black. Yeah. And it says coming in in 2017. Whew. So I think that worked out. <laughs> Good job. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>